You're listening to Two Man Weave, covering the 2017 NBA Finals. Listen live or on demand. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and on the TuneIn app. The NBA is on TuneIn. All right. This is the Two Man Weave live from Oracle Arena. We're out here tailgating. The NBA on TuneIn. The whole bunch of us out here. The Two Man Weave is actually a starting five. Yes, sir. We got Mike Yam running the point. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the off guard. I, I'm setting the no Karan. I'm setting the lineup. I got. I got. I got Mike Yam playing the point. I'm playing the two. Actually, Rex is gonna play the three because I think. I think he doesn't have enough enough uh, strength, uh, lower body strength to, to to get in the paint. Karan is gonna play the four, and and then we're gonna we're gonna uh, have. Uh, are you throwing Kenyon out there at the five? Listen, we're undersized. Who are you gonna play the five? <laughs> no. All right, we'll take Kenya at the five. All I right. want him in his natural spot, though. Just bring me off the bench. Put Mike Yan. Yeah, we, I'll, we, able, we, I'll we, play five. A, excuse me. We're, listen, no, no. I'm the coach. I just said that's the lineup that's set. We don't I, have any options. I um, quit. We are live outside of Oracle Arena, pre-gaming for Way game five. Way to tell five. them, Ty Lue. <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't making no adjustments. Hey, and you ain't making no adjustments. <laughs> oh, man. You got you to lay, lay the smack down. Shout out to David Blatt. Um, <laughs> We're here. It's pregame game five. I, I, I want to talk about my experience today. We got to the arena at around 1.30. Jesus. Walked right into the floor. <laughs> I was bugging. What was you doing here so early? I was geeked up, Kenyon. Obviously. I was geeked up, gacked up, hopped up on coffee, and, and, and excitement. Went it right in there. <clears throat> Couldn't believe that they just let us in. These media passes are unbelievable. What's that? The cough meter. <laughs> that is the two-man weave cough meter. That's number one. Kenyon's keeping count, finger count. You, you're gonna need like a, you need a sharpie. The chalkboard. Yeah, um, that's one <laughs> cough. Um, I, I, the, the traveling is giving me a little phlegm. <laughs> the, the thing that struck me the most about Oracle is the yellow. It's very bright in there. Yeah, that distracts you. And it, does it distract you when you're shooting all that yellow around the, the sea of yellow? No, you don't pay attention to that. You get used to it. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. But, but, it, but I'm hyped up. We're out here. We watch the guys warm up. I watch the cheerleaders warm up. Um, I talk to some very, very friendly Cleveland reporters. I, they're, they're all infatuated with me now. Um, they all had a lot of questions to me. Shout out to the local Cleveland News, CBS News. Very nice gentleman. Um, and we're out here for game five. And, listen, we don't need to set the table on what it is. My two cents and everybody's two cents is that if Golden State somehow does not stop this killer snake of the Cleveland Warriors, number one, we have to go back to Cleveland, which means we have to go back to Cleveland. Forget the game, yeah. NBA part of it. It means on, we have to go back to Cleveland. What team again? You just combined them, Michael. Did they say the Golden State <laughs> the Cleveland, the Cleveland Warriors? Cleveland Warriors. Did I say that? I'm, ah! all, I'm so messed up. Yeah. Right now. I'm, I'm on you know, five but, hours but, sleep. But you're on five hours sleep, but you're extremely hyped. I saw you. We talked last night, uh, you know, I, when you got in and saw you, you know, one I'm, o'clock today, and you were like, let's go. Let's, let's get over there. And I said, Rex, as an NBA veteran, yeah. I said, look me in the eyes. If, you were, if yeah. I was a teammate of yours, you, do I, I look ready? I know you're ready. I know you're ready. I called Karan. Like, Karan's like, I'm still sleeping. I'm, I'm, it's game time, man. 
Like, I knew not to call Kenny, because Kenny would just be like, he wouldn't placate my, 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 my craziness. Can I call you? If, if game, this, this is what happens, Kenny. I wake up, it's like I'm playing. Yeah. Like, I'm literally, like, at this point, I'm, I'm actually you're part to, of. You ready to go get taped? But, but earlier than the whole team. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm there early. Like, those guys were in there working out and the trainers were I want to be one of those dudes. I'm so emotionally invested in this series. And I've made it public. Listen, I love the NBA. I respect all the players, all the coaches. I talk my talk. But this is the NBA Finals. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be a part of it. I'm so excited to essentially be like an NBA circus carnival person. Like you travel from <laughs> city to city, back and forth, following the games. So since this is a five-man weave, Mike Yam, Kenya Martin, Karan Buller, Rex Chapman, to start it off, the simple, generic prediction, game five, we're, 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 we're about 90 minutes away till tip-off. I'm going to pass around the horn. I'm going to pass the canyon and go this way. Who's going to win this game tonight? Um, the home team. Um, I just see. I, I just can't see um, Cleveland <clears throat> excuse me, making 24 threes again, um, especially in this building, the way the crowd is going to be. Um, can't see Draymond only making, um, missing 10 field goals. Can't see Clay doing the same or Steph. Um, and KD is going to be KD as he's been the first four games of the series. Um, so I just think they're invested in this game. They want to finish this thing out in front of their home crowd. And they're going to do everything in their power to, um, to get this thing done tonight on their home floor. So I'm expecting the home team to pull it out tonight. We had this most of the last few weeks. I, I, I think I might... Actually, Karan, I think you and I might have been on the same page, and, and Kenyon as well. I thought this was a five-game series before the final started. I, I think Cleveland has to play essentially a perfect game to beat the talent that's on the floor. I don't know if this is a Warriors team that's that you know. I, I don't know if they needed the sweep to solidify themselves as one of the great teams of all time. I think they're a great team right now. I think the way the rules are set up. Great job by Golden State's front office to to acquire the pieces and put this team together. They are an absolute juggernaut. I think Kenyon hit the nail on the head. For Cleveland to hit 24 threes, we talked about this uh, a little bit earlier, just not going to happen. I, I think that's asking, you're asking for so many different factors to to line up perfectly for Cleveland to win this game. I thought it was going to be five before it was all said and done. Mm. And, uh, you know, Karana, I think you and I might be on the same page on this one. Yeah, I definitely had uh, the Golden State Warriors winning in five or six. And just seeing the way that they came out in the first three games specifically, uh, I thought it was just overwhelming. And then, you know, obviously you saw Cleveland bounce back with a heroic performance from the defensive end and just, you know, letting it all hang out. You know, they didn't want to get swept, and that was more of a pride thing. But coming back here to Oracle, coming back here to Oakland, I think these guys are going to be, you know, ready for the moment. And, you know, I think they close them out tonight. But if they don't. It's going seven. It's going seven. And I got, if they don't win this game, it's going seven. And I got LeBron James yeah. pulling the biggest comeback in sports history off. I, I Listen, it's very public where I'm at with LeBron. I respect him just as much as the person who respects him the most. If, if somehow or another. <laughs> The Cleveland Cavaliers come back from 3-0 against this, this, this finely tuned machine. I, I, 
I'm going to have a lot of things to have to reevaluate, and, and it's going to be a lot. It, it almost be like, you know what, Karan? It'll be a death for me. Because as a, as a person who, a connoisseur of trash talk, not having that as, as, as the, big, the, big, the big target in the sky, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, where will I, like, if, because if, what will I be able to say? You can't, if, if somehow, and we're worth three games away from even pre-gaming for that. Michael, why would it? why wouldn't the Warriors just be the new target? That would be back-to-back -back years blowing a 3-1 lead and then a 3-0 lead. We'll start talking about the WNBA. That's what we'll do. We'll focus on the <laughs> WNBA and baseball. And then go, going forward, we'll just focus on other uh, other things. We just can't talk about NBA no more. Karan, where, where, where they're going to send me if that happens, there ain't going to be no WNBA yeah. to watch, yeah. no football, no fantasy football, no, maybe, no baseball. Maybe all it will be is the WNBA. <laughs> no, there ain't going to be any of that. Where, where they're going to send me if that happens is going to be a place where I don't think they're going to have TVs. I think that's going to be like it's going to be a white place, okay. a white room with rubber walls. And, and just you. And just and, me. And an open air where they got it, they're sun tanning you all the time. You just burnt. Yeah, and super, supervised, <laughs> supervised, supervised visits from a doctor with probably some pills right. and, like, you know, electrical shock right. treatments. That, that's where I'll be. Yeah. And, and, and I won't be going there against my resistance. I'll be happy to go. Rex, game five, pre-gaming out here. It's the, it's the two-man weave. It's officially a five-man five weave. What's going to happen tonight? Let's, let's you got two. Don't don't stutter and stammer. You got two. You got two. You got to stand by the two. Give me what is going to happen tonight. We're talking to a true blue, one of a kind Kentucky unicorn here, <laughs> and you start stuttering and stammering like uh, like you don't know you don't have your wits about you. Pose the question again. There's E40. Was yes. that 40? Yeah. That was 40 water. Yep. Um, we're out here in the bay. Rex Chapman. Uh, he just referenced my OA. Uh, he referenced Old Cliff in the song he just did, man. Erica Badu. Is that o right? Old Cliff. That's where I'm. Uh, that's, uh, that's where I grew up, man. I'll be done. So you know, I'm talking about. Is she from there too? Great. Yeah, Erica Badu from South Dallas. Nice. Well, she from Old Cliff, basically. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Rex is. No, I just want to give Jay Pugh a, a chance. <laughs> no, LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Jay Pugh no. out here? No, LeBron James. <laughs> Listen. LeBron James. Oh, we tried to get him on the flight. He wouldn't come. He LeBron said he, James. He said the schedule wouldn't permit him Kidding. to get on the flight. No, LeBron James. Hey, <laughs> hey, we even offered to pay for it. <laughs> I was going to pay to have JP here. Just to jump on his back. Oh, it's yeah, over yeah. tonight. It's over tonight. I want to see the look on his face in person. Done. Oh, me too. <laughs> now, I would really love to see the look on his face in person. Right. But if they pull this thing out, boy, if they oh, win yeah. tonight, boy, listen. I freaking told you. Yes. <laughs> we need that button. Like, when we got, like, quotes of him, like, little drop. Like, little, little. Because I never seen anybody. I swear no, to God. right? I never seen never. anybody, whether it was before even Jordan and the Jordan Completely era. Completely brainwashed. <laughs> totally out of his mind. Like, I was like, yo, you should, you should offer, you should offer him a Manny Petty. If you meet LeBron James, it's not like, yo, can I get a picture? It's like, right. can I give you a manicure, pedicure, and, 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 if, and if you feel comfortable enough, a facial. If Jim Jones, if Jim Jones ever want to leave the sideline for the Cleveland Cavaliers, oh. they best to call That's Jay right. Pugh. That's yes. right. Because LeBron James. LeBron James. He's unbelievable. <laughs> he will sell that. Yes, he will. Man, bruh. Jesus. He'll be like, the what's the guy um, um, the, um, that does the – Television for the um, for the Celtics. 
Tommy Heinsohn. Listen, uh, hey, yo, hey. The biggest, uh, hey. Yeah. Homer Simpson. Listen, Simpson yeah. do no wrong. That'll be oh, yeah. J.P. Yeah. All day. Nothing could go wrong out Nothing. there. Nothing. Yeah. No, this, this is, is over tonight. Why? Uh, Stephen Curry and KD. Why? Stephen Curry. How, Stephen how Curry. Did, how did the Golden State Stephen Warriors? Curry. He might be out here tonight. <laughs> how did the Golden State Warriors go from being Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson to Steph Curry, uh, uh, KD, no, and like re- – No, reverse K- that. It's Kevin KD. Durant. It's Kevin Durant. However you phrase Steph Curry. Yep. And yeah, but, but, how did it, but how did it become where like it's those two guys, and then like sometimes the name Clay Thompson Clay, doesn't yeah. even get mentioned because he's a bad man. Because those two guys are bad men. No, because Kevin Durant's a bad man. Steph's yeah. still here, but yeah, Kevin Durant's a bad man. That's right. He came in here like I said. I, I, I've been saying this since we started. You surround him with good players, he'll show you that he's great, and that's what he's doing, man. Like Steph is a hell of a talent. Clay is a hell of a talent, and you put. It's like if you have KD on the Olympic team, he might be the best player. Like he going to show you that he's the best player on that team. You know what I'm saying? That's His like Melo showed yeah. us in, in those You instances. put him in those situations, they're going to show you why they're special. Because you, know you guys, when you guys played on the, uh, what was it? The, the You guys played together on what, World or Olympics? I didn't play with him with the World Team. You didn't play? I, I, I played with other guys, uh, Carlos Boozer and those guys. Yeah, who, who was, the, who was the, the guy on that team? Kenyon. Like, or was it like, it was AI was there? I, mean, <laughs> I was wait, waiting for that. <laughs> what are you asking me, Mike? I love Kenyon. <laughs> no, it was Excluding a lot of, yourself. It was a lot of names on that team. A lot of names. Man, a lot of guys who, who had who great was on the team? A lot of guys who had great careers, MVPs, um, Olympians. Um, you had Jason Kidd, Allen Iverson, Tim Duncan, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady. Wow. Um, Jermaine group. O'Neal, myself. Richard Jefferson. Um, so then how does it become? But uh, well, the question, oh, no, no, I, got, I, got, I got a better question for you. Why that team didn't go to the Olympics? How yeah. does that work? You ask, riddle me that. Yeah. Riddle, like, riddle me. Did you hear the names I just named yeah, off? I know. What happened with wow. that team? They took them young guys that, got, that just got drafted and went over there and got their doors blew off. That's what happened. <laughs> what year was that? 04, when they went so over there and they took four. LeBron and Mel, all them young guys. And Steph and AI was on that Olympic team. And I they wanted went over to leave them over there. Yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. They should have been left you, over there for did six you hear days. The, was AI on that team? Did you hear the names that I just named off? Yeah. yeah. That went to Puerto Rico and qualified to go to the Olympics, man? Yo. It's a great team. Come on, man. Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> AI. Jay Kidd. Mike, Mike Bibby was on that team. Look, yo, man. Yeah. We had three guys off of my team. We had three guys off of one team. Right, UJ and Richard. Yeah. What are the keys to this game, Kenny Martin? Um, for who? For the Golden State Warriors. Like the like, it seems like these games. Like the other day when when Cleveland came out and won, it was like first round onslaught. Is is that just like the way the the the, the, the sun is lined up? Is that I mean, Golden State what a knows. Phone calls. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like like like? But, 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 but is that just like energy? Is that just like what's in the stars? I mean, Kyrie Irving was, you know, they talk about LeBron, LeBron as if he's playing by himself. Kyrie Irving is hands down ridiculous. Nobody questions, argues, or anything. I never seen anything like it. I never seen anybody who who sometimes stops dribbling the ball and is patting the ball. Like he literally's yeah. like <laughs> Right. I never seen I never seen that. Like he's like playing. Yeah. Yeah, that's hey. It's a different game now. He got it on the string, literally. I'm saying, um, what's the game plan? You say for who now? Golden State first. Um, 
I'm coming out, man, and I'm getting the ball out of Kyrie's hands and LeBron's hand. Like, I've been How do you get it out of Kyrie's jumping. hand? Jumping. Anytime he's in a pick and roll with Tristan Thompson, I am jumping him. Make him throw I'm back trapping to Tristan. Him. Anytime he's in a, involved in any action with Tristan Thompson, I'm jumping. Speaking of Tristan Thompson, did anyone – because I, I watched TV. Hey, we, we, we're not going to do that, Mike. What? No, no. Not, not this early in the show. No, later. I was just going to ask. I'm going to take, ba- take a bathroom break maybe in the next later. segment. What was I going to ask? And then you can maybe ask. We already know. You, no, you, maybe you later. Guys are talking about television. We're maybe not going to do that. Oh, maybe, sorry. Okay. We're not going to no, do that. No, no I, I would go I had there, a perfectly good answer opinion. going. I had a, had a perfectly good okay, answer going, going. And then you. Jump in. Okay. You're going to bring this BS until our living room. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. I love that you don't play any of it. See? So you're going to get the ball out of Kyrie's head and LeBron. And make anytime Tristan Thompson involved a pick and roll with LeBron and Kyrie, that's my game plan. Why won't they do that? If you're saying it so simply and so plainly, you know they got 17 coaches on Golden State. Like all they, these teams have 25 because they, coaches. Because if if somebody presents it, two people in the room probably come up with a reason why they should. And they talk them down. Yeah, they, they yeah. talk them down. But my thing is. Tristan is going to have to score 50. <laughs> and we know he can't do that. No. So that's my thing. Was he, he, he switched hands from lefty to righty. Was he like, uh, it doesn't seem like there was like a switch. Like, he, like there was like this whole thing about he's switching hands from being left-handed to right-handed, and he worked because on Because he that. was shooting 20% with the other and hand. And what's he shooting now? 40% with this hand, so. There's, that's better. Yeah, 20, 40 is definitely better than 20. Yes, yeah, and what needs to happen for <laughs> Cleveland to come out off the top and essentially shake up the I, world? This is – I think it still circles back to Karan's point earlier. It's LeBron. It's another triple-double for him. It's Kyrie having to have a huge game. I think the performance that you saw from Kevin Love on the glass in game number one I, I think has to be another factor here. And I, I don't think it's possible for them to hit 24-3, so I think – if you get into the mid-teens in terms of triples and somehow are able to slow down the pace. And look, Tristan Thompson had the 10 boards in, in game number four. If he gets back to Tristan Thompson, who consistently can crash the glass and be a little bit of a disruptor, I think that gives him a fighting chance. But I, I still circle back. You need so many things have to happen in place. I don't know if you guys would even agree with this. I don't know if we've even seen... Golden State's best performance yet. Mm. I don't I'm think they've you. been out there. But they haven't had to. Exactly, right. and that's they my point. To. So to me, that's why I think concocting a formula and a recipe for Cleveland to be victorious really comes down to one word. It's perfection. And I think at that point, if both of these teams play their perfect game, uh-huh. it's still Golden State. It's the two-man weave. We're, we're live outside of Oracle. You may hear a helicopters looming. They're sniffing dogs. <laughs> Uh, I thought there was like, yo, I saw a dog pass by and I didn't see the leash. And I was like, yo, we have a situation <laughs> yeah. on our hand. Wild dogs. Yo, what about this this whole thing about, um, oh, man, oh, man, Richard Jefferson getting under Kevin Durant's skin? How many did he have last game? Did he get, did he, what 35, he that's what I said. What is he averaging, like 33, He had 35 the last game. How is that getting under his skin? That's like Kiki said to us last yeah. night when he was talking about George Gervin. George Gervin said one, somebody asked him one night, you know, how many he was going to get. He said, I'm going to get 30. It's going to be either a hard 30 or an easy 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it to you the yeah. easy way or I'm going to give it to yeah. you. Yeah. Right. You're yeah. going to get it one way or one another. One way or another, I'm going to get this 30. You're getting 30. So that's, so this, that, that's the situation. 
I like I, I like RJ's a former teammate, but hey. Ain't, ain't no stopping Trey Five, dog. Yeah. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors are going to take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's 3-1. If they can't close it out. Are we going back to Cleveland, Kenyon? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. Um, just too much stacked up against the Cavs tonight. Uh, just coming across country, uh, having to deal with this team. Um, I can't see them making 24 threes again in the game. That's and, a lot of threes. And or scoring 86 points and a half. 86 points and a half. That's crazy. Yo, yo, somebody posted something the other day. Bobby Marks, um, who um, he worked for um, the Nets when I was with um, the, um, the Nets. Um, shout out to Bobby Marks. Uh, he deserves a GM job um, or more. Um, but he posted like two of our final scores when we played the Spurs in the finals. And it was like 89 to 84 and right. 76 to 82 or something. Why is that, Kenyon? Four and a three ball is um, more prevalent now. Guys can guys, shoot it? No, guys could always shoot, but guys, it's more emphasis now on shooting the three ball. And um, yeah, they, what, they shot 26 free throws in the first quarter? Like, that's, that's enough for a game. Listen, 26 free throws is enough for a game. Shot that in the first quarter. Like, that's I, – I, I've been around basketball for a long time. Been, I didn't watch a lot of NBA games. I've never seen that. Why, why is that? You know, there's been a lot of talk. The games are this, the games are that. They're favoring the referees. Yeah, the it, NBA wants more it, than five it, it, games. It's hard, man, for, for the average fan and people that know the game. I'm just – that pay attention to the game and not have something negative um, to say about what went on. Uh. I'm saying, if you, if you look at it, it looks like I'm saying like there was an agenda. I'm saying, not saying there was, but that's what it seemed that there was an agenda there. You know what I'm saying? When you, like, let's stretch this thing because we're missing out on this amount of money, this that and thing. Let's stretch this game to a game five and never know after that. I mean, I know you can't confirm it. Yeah. You know, you've played in, in many games, big games. Yeah. Was, was, there, was there games that are important where you could feel whether you're on the, 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 the good cusp, it, cusp of it or the bad cusp of it where you could feel like, yo, this don't feel right. Yeah. I've, like I've, the whistle's blowing every two seconds. Yeah, I've, I, I've been a part of that. Um, it's unfortunate. Um, the referees are human. I'm saying um, human nature takes over. Sometimes they start reffing the score. Um, the ref names, but 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 this situation, man, it just it just stink. I'm saying it just it just didn't seem right. I'm saying, but I get it. It's a business, and and we're here for Game Five, and and these fans they deserve um, to see their team close this thing out on their home floor, and I think they go get a treat tonight. I I, I you know I uh, I am I'm a biased uh, uh, basketball mind. This is the NBA on TuneIn. Uh, I, I am open with my uh, uh, favoritism towards the Golden State Warriors. Uh, how many times do I need to acknowledge how great the King is? We all know he's fantastic. Um, but I'm rooting for Golden State to close this puppy out. Um, and uh, I, I, I don't want to go, to go any further. If nothing else, forget for the team's sake, for my own emotional stake. Okay? My blood pressure is, uh, is teetering in, a, in an uncomfortable, you know, uncomfortable way. And, uh, you know, it's been a long playoffs. You think about when the season ended, 
That was like a lifetime ago. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy how long they dragged this whole thing out with the breaks and the seven-game first-round series. Money, 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 money. The breaks, like, I mean. Money. If there's a game four, it's Thursday in Cleveland. Can't we just meet somewhere like in Missouri and just get this puppy going like on like a money, 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 money. The people of Missouri, money. they would love to have an NBA finals in, in, in their in their town. Hey, well, guess what? It ain't gonna happen, boss. We could take it to Dallas. They could play it in, in, in Jerry World down there. hundred thousand people. Hey, they can bring all the fans from here and Cleveland. They can fit them all in there together. In the house that Jerry built. You know what I'm talking about? And then on June 26th, the NBA awards will finally be given out. <laughs> and the coveted regular season MVP, the coveted defensive player of the year, the coveted coach of the year, the coveted player, a comeback player of the year, and the most coveted, most fashionable player in the NBA award. That's a fact. I don't know why I'm the only one who's tracking it. That is a fact, Karan Butler. That on June 26th, there will be a gathering sanctioned by the NBA, and people are waiting on pins and needles to find out if Dwayne Wade, Russell Westbrook, or Iman Shumpert will win a documented award that will go into the record more, books. He is perturbed as I was when you told me this. I, I don't know why you guys don't know this. Because it's not important to us. I got it, but I'm just saying, I'm telling you, that along with the MVP of the regular season of the 2016-2017 season, that same night, within the same hour, they're going to give away the first ever most fashionable player in the NBA, Karan Baller, is looking at me like he wants to fight. And I am just the messenger passing you the information. Kenyon's looking at me like he might want to just swing on me. I'm just passing you the information. I've done nothing wrong. I've done nothing wrong but just give you the information yeah, but yeah, that's that's what that's what the NBA has become. That they give away awards that care about what people wear to the game. Rookie of the year, this is a coveted award. Comeback player of the year. Six man of the year. Most improved player of the year. To me, that's that's a really valent award to get. Yeah. And Most improved, like yo, I've been in the NBA and, and I and, and I got BS, better. And they come with this BS, like it's. Come on, man, like, nothing else better to do. I mean, the, the, when they give a most fashionable for the Oscars, it was usually the late, great Joan Rivers giving it out, and it wasn't taken serious. And that's the Oscars. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, man. What else we got? <laughs> What's going to happen in the offseason, Kenyon? What's going to uh, happen? There was a report today. This is just a report that... Lonzo Ball, the most talked about, whether he's deserved it or not, whether or not he's the most, the, the, the best player, showed up, this is re the report, showed up to the, to the game, uh, the, the workout for the L.A. Lakers, and he was out of shape. Now, I, 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 these things may or may not be true. Wow. How, how real could that possibly be? Karan, It could very Kenyon, well much be true. Um, you, you, you're, you're I started off, and I let Karan um, jump. It could very well much be true. Um, it's happened before. Um, guys are showing up to workouts out of shape before. Um, the, the situation that he put himself in and his pops to only say that he's going to work out for the Lakers is definitely that. Like, the more workouts you have, you're going to be in uh, better shape. Right. So just think about it. If he's only working out for them, you don't know what it is to go hard yet. 
because you haven't worked out for an NBA team. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, these, some of these NBA workouts are strenuous. I'm saying, did you doing this? Like, this say, if there was a project, um, um, a guy that's worked out today for Golden State, he would have to leave here, go to Sacramento. Right. Leave there, go work out for L.A. Leave L.A., go work out for you. Like, it's like maybe one day in between, but you're getting that work in. Right. So you know what kind of shape you're in. Yes. Because these teams are going to push you. They're going to push you to the point of fatigue. That they want to see how far. Yeah, you they want to see it, and and if they can break you or not. You know what I'm saying they want to see that, huh? Yeah, I don't know if that's going on now, but that's historic. That's what it is. Like you go work out here, work out there, work out there. Might have two days off. Work out here, work out there. Like some guys work out for 15, 16, 17 NBA teams. Right, they're trying to make a team. You know what I'm saying yeah, no, but these teams, like the, the teams calling them in, they want to see what you can do. Right. Individually, I'm saying they might have you individually, and then they might have you come in with a group of guys that play your position. So if you're only working out for one team, it's very well much possible he came in out of shape by, their, by, by NBA standards. He might think he's in shape. His it, dad might think he's in shape. But by NBA standards, he's not in shape. Karan. Yeah, I, you know, I totally agree with Kenyon. And I think that he probably, he probably worked out by himself, which takes a toll on, on the process because – that's something that you're not accustomed to because you're probably doing these high school workouts or college workouts with your guy that not going to push you to the extreme or don't know NBA sets and things like that, terminology. And then you go in there, it's like you're in a foreign atmosphere where they're asking you to split, do this, do that, retreat, yeah. get to the paint, floater, finish, Back paddle. Snake the pick and yeah, roll. Like, like, every, like, tell him, so like, he like, what? Do what with yeah, the pick and so roll? now it's like, Are you okay. bringing animals out here? Yeah, like, like, you didn't know? Like, you didn't know what that mean? Or you didn't, and then now it put question in people's mind. And another thing is, oh, we can't work you out with someone else? Now we can't gauge the competition where if I'm the baddest dude, it's like, I want to be in there with Fox and, and folks. With whoever. I'm like, I'm about I want to do all my workouts against folks and Fox. <laughs> yeah, no matter what, I'm going to do what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, work me out with whoever. Like, I'm still going to be me. When you were, when you were in the process yeah, of getting drafted. how many workouts drafted, did you do? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yo, go, I was going to ask go, the same thing. Go, 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 go ahead, No, you got it. How many, I was going to say, how many workouts did you do? What do you remember about it? What teams? What stood out about it uh, from that time? Because it's got to be an exciting. Also, no matter how bad, meaning bad, meaning good, and how much of a, you know, baller you were in college, it's got to be like, kind of like a dream come true, like even like a workout, you're like, yo, this is the real deal. I was projected to go anywhere between one and four. I had two verbal commitments in the top five. What does that mean? I, I went on an interview and a team committed to me verbally saying, we're taking you at this pick. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay. And I still went to seven places and worked out. Now, when they, no, just to go through the results, because this is like, you know, People dream about this. When they say a verbal commitment, do they text you? Do they call your agent? They call no. your cousin? They call you directly? No, they told me face-to-face, -face, like, in the interview. So, like, what you do is when you go work out for a team and you play with guys because I didn't, like, isolate myself. And I was like, all right, who's going to be there? They was like, uh, X, Y, Z. Okay, I'll, I'll be there, too. I want to play against them. I'll be there. I'll make sure I'm, you know, available this date to play. I remember one time I did – I did – actually, I did – uh, three workouts back to back to back because I wanted to be available for those guys who I was competing against so they can gauge where I was at. And after the workouts, 
sat down with the teams and general manager and ownership, and they like, we're taking you at this pick. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go nowhere else. And I was like, okay. And I still went because, you know, it's that's nothing. That don't mean anything. You right. know what I mean? You know, someone word in this business is like whatever. Ironically, Kenyon, did you know that Karan had both teams that are in the finals right now, they had the chance to pick Karan. You could have been a Cleveland Cavalier, and you could have been a Golden State Warriors with the, what was it, the third and the sixth pick? It's, it's so crazy <laughs> on draft night. Yeah, I didn't know that. On draft night, I was supposed to go to Cleveland. Wow. And the, 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 and I'm going to tell you how bad the organization was. Who the hell was. did they pick? DeJuan, DeJuan Wagner. Wagner. I flipped this damn thing. DeJuan, huh? No, but I'm going to tell you how bad it was. They, they text my agent. Wow. My agent got a text on the night of the draft they did pick him too. and said, look, we're up next. We're about to take him. The commissioner already walked out with the car. They had called us and said, all right, we're going to do a trade with the Clippers to get you. We was like, I was like, I don't, I don't want to go to L.A. I, like, I didn't want to go there, but I would have if they would have picked me, but I didn't want to go there. And I was like, the best place for me to go, and my agent felt the same way, was to the Miami Heat. Uh. And when Pat Riley said, if you, if you drop to 10, I got you. And I dropped to 10, and it was a perfect situation for me. So did y'all call the teams before 10 and ask them not to pick you? My agent said he don't want to go there. Yeah, so yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So they reached but, out. Yeah, so yeah, so that's yeah, so that's a perfect situation for Karan, you know what I'm saying? After like, five, it was like, all right, he don't want to go to he, I didn't want to go to Denver. I didn't want to I was like, I need to go somewhere where I'm needed and I'm gonna be valued and I'm gonna be educated. Like I'm gonna be taught the game. What year was that again? Two thousand two. Yeah, so you was two years after me, yeah. That's right. What uh um, is the takeaway? I mean, Pat Riley is one of these people. I can't wait to see that 30 for 30, by the way. Um, Tomorrow. The Lakers versus Celtics covering that stuff, which, you know, we've all heard it. It's been talked about, written about, books written about, magic docs, bird docs, magic and bird docs. You know, we've heard the stories over and over. I'm sure there's going to be some nuggets in there. I can't wait to see that. Um, yeah. But um, to the question that you asked, Karan, like my draft process was different. Like I didn't work out for anyone but the Nets. And I did a few drills, um, like literally like a few drills. When it took my shoes off, when it sat on the ground, untied my shoes and told them, all right, that's it. What you going to do? Because they had the first pick, so I wasn't. It is what it is at this point. You were comfortable enough and confident enough? I was coming off an injury. Right. You knew, like, you can't push it. Yeah, I know I couldn't push it, but they just wanted to see me run around a little bit and jump. So I jumped a couple times and ran around a little bit. That's all y'all asked me to do. <laughs> so I gave y'all you asked for. So you got the first pick. You going to pick me or not? If not, I'm going to. So, hey, it was just one of them situations that Vancouver at the time, the Grizzlies was like, ver Stu Jackson told me verbatim. If the Nets do something crazy by not picking you one, you won't get past two. So... He let you know. Yeah, yeah, like, so that was one of them situations. Who'd they wind up picking second? Stromile Swift. Oh, man, I like Stromile. Yeah. He had a good career. Yeah, I like Stromile. He had a yeah, nice it career. One, yeah, it was one of them situations, man, where I was, like, at the time, the Nets were bad, really bad, and Orlando had just signed Tracy and Grant Hill. Uh. And I was trying to, um, well, we were trying to orchestrate a trade to get me to Orlando. 
Like, Orlando had the fifth pick, the tenth pick, and the thirteenth pick in that draft. Man. So, they offered five, ten, is what I heard. They offered the fifth pick, the tenth pick, John Amici, and Cash. And the Nets told him no. When you guys are saying back and forth. And then don't resign me. I'm hearing this. I'm hearing that. Again, I'm asking, is it going to your agent? It, like, how did, what's yeah. the communication process? Because, like, like you, you, you have an agent, and so they're, they're not just calling you Kenyon. They're calling yeah, yeah, they whoever your my, agent is. Yeah, it was calling my agent. Then I got tired of the back and forth, so I told him don't call me no more. Like, I'm, whatever. Like, he called me, oh, what they saying? I, I don't care. At this point, it's the day before the draft. They are the, listen, if you're going to pick me or not, all this pondering back and forth, Darius, Miles, Kenyon, pick him. Right. Pick him, please. Right. I, and I told him, listen, I saw his workout in Orlando. Boy couldn't hit his ass with both hands. Uh. <laughs> it's the two-man weave. It's the NBA on tuning. We're doing it all through the playoffs. We're outside of Oracle. The people are filing in the... Uh, the, the, the blood-sniffing dogs are, 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 are around. I don't think they're looking for blood, dog. No, I know. I know. I'm just, you know. Uh, I definitely don't think they're looking for blood. They're looking it's for that reporter that had that, uh, that reefer smell. Yes. <laughs> yes. The reporter, I said. The reporter none, that was in their locker room. None of us. Uh, we are totally coherent and uh, stone cold sober. We are fully engaged in the professionalism that it takes to be on the NBA and loving it. Um, reefer. We are broomless. We are pugilists. <laughs> we are outside. Or, or, or we're, in, we're in the Bay. That's, that's a like, good. Hey, that's a good seventies word. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Boy, that's like over, that Bay hey, area. Boy, you over there smoking reefer? Yeah. <laughs> that reefer down. That's with the, that Fillmore Slim. With the tops right. What? One point five. There's been a whole big. Again, this is this this stuff could be made up. I yes. wonder if LeBron James actually does follow the news. Because if I was one of you guys being scrutinized and, and talked about 24 hours a day with all this downtime in between games, LeBron James going to leave Cleveland. How do they know this crap? I think I started that. Yeah, did you start that rumor? Yeah, I think I said LeBron to San Antonio, didn't I? We in Cle- <laughs> that would be incredible. Him in that system with Greg Popovich. But, yeah. but then at one point, isn't he? I just started something to start it. But he's signed up right now. He's coming back to Cleveland next year for sure. Oh, he can opt out. Can he? Next year. Next year? Oh. Well, hey. Well, what do you think it would take for, for LeBron James at this point, barring injury uh, or anything, you know, weird, barring anything, like, foreign, anything really drastic to leave Cleveland? A gentleman sweep this, this season, which is 4-1, which could happen tonight, and then – Next season, same thing. the same action, like, all right, we didn't get better. We didn't add a Paul George. We didn't – and then they come, and then now they're facing the Golden State Warriors again in the finals because the Eastern Conference is going to be the same resolve because that's the LeBron James – That's the LeBron James Invitational, I the Eastern not. Conference. Right, that's a joke. <laughs> no, for real. It's like, hey, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to get through the East. I agree. That's, that's happening. <laughs> I then, agree. And in the West, you know, Golden State Warriors – the weakest Warriors, pool. He in the weakest pool. He in the weakest pool, man. <laughs> he in number one seed. Pool playing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but do, do you likely say, I personally, you guys know more than me, but but but, but what I know uh, about the NBA and, and what I see about a young Paul George who obviously came back from a ridiculous injury and, and is, is Paul George again, I don't see him going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hey, I just don't see it happen. I don't if he want to win. 
You can rent him for a year. Yeah, you can rent him. I'll trade for him right now, rent him for a year, and then see how it go. And give up who? Kevin Love didn't do anything wrong. Tristan ain't going ain't about, nowhere. It ain't about <laughs> doing nothing wrong or not. It's about they about to lose. Okay, but let's let's just say this. It's win. Listen, with him, it's wins and losses, dog, at this point. Okay, but Kenyon, uh, let's say this. They lose. Let's just say this philosophically. Yeah. All right? We're speaking in fantasy terms. Okay. They lose. Yeah. Who who would be the person you'd get rid of? Kevin Love has played great. Obviously, Kyrie played Yo, sick. A, say it again. There's a lot of people on the end of that bench that won't be there again. Did I say the names wrong again? Say it again. Kevin Love played great. Stop. He has the most value. If he played great, he has the most value. You can't get rid of Darren Williams. No. And for for like for an asset. So you got to get rid of something. You got to get rid of something to get that's something. That's good. But but is is I'm a Paul George because nothing dude. from nothing leaves nothing. But on the, in this system, <laughs> up. is Paul, is Paul George a more valuable player on this team than Kevin Love? Kevin Love, no. obviously. No. I agree. They have no. a system. No, 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 I'm saying. I'm just saying, like Kevin Love is a spot up shooter. He's a spot up player. That's what he is. I'm saying. Paul George is a go getter. No, he does. He doesn't. It doesn't work at times because he needs the ball in hand. He's the he's the bring the ball up the guy court in Indiana now. Right. Jeff Teague is the the guy to go. To, he's the Kyrie like of that team. He's the point guard on paper, but he's not the primary ball handler. That's just like Tony Parker is listed as a point guard, but Kawhi Leonard is the primary ball handler. Like it's, you know what I'm saying yeah. it's not like. Here, where Steph is the ball, primary ball handler, or Portland, where Dame is the primary ball handler, like there's different situations. Like guys fit certain systems in the, in the NBA now. They've tailored their team to be Paul George's team, so they fit pieces to, to play around Paul George. As, as they should. So that's what I'm saying. Why would he want to come to it Cleveland? And you know, who started Kyrie, that? Don't, we don't know he want to. We don't know he want to come here. That's the media. The media started that. Yeah. And you. You just said you might have you might have been the no, you started I said LeBron, LeBron James. Of course LeBron ain't going to San Antonio. I was just starting something because everybody wants to start all this hypothetical Chris Paul here and Paul George here and I just threw something Gordon out with there. with the good hair? Yeah, send him to yeah, I'm just I'm just tired of all this hypothetical what Me if too. this player went to this Me team too. and we we went put everybody in a hot tub time machine and I'm we I'm sick of it too. We put the the Golden State Warriors, yeah, and we put them in, go back to 96 and yeah. let them play. Come on, man. Let's stop it, man. I'm sick of the combination of these, these philosophical conversations and who's better than who, and they're the best team, and they're the best tandem. And then the next day, oh, they're choke artists. You know, it's like with hip-hop. I'm, I'm a, I'm a train. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pass around. Like, they'll say, it's an instant classic. Yo, in three weeks, are you still listening to that instant classic? Yeah. You can't become an instant classic until 20 years you're old. That is a classic. Yeah, what the hell you. is an instant classic? Yeah, that's just like that Stupid. argument and then the whole top five argument of rappers like hip-hop. Who top five? You, you don't know who the top five nothing is. Especially when it's generation. Talk, especially when you're talking about team sports yeah, man, or, or art, which is so subjective because yeah. everybody, everybody has their favorite. And they have their favorite. Like, you know, I have my favorite team for a night. I like the Pistons. You're, you know the, the, the bad boys. You were a Knicks fan. I don't have Chicago. much. Chicago fan. You know what I'm saying? We're, like, everybody has somebody else. So I thought my 90s Pistons team was the best team. Right. That could match up against this team. Like, so if you ask me, I'm like, yeah, this is – but everybody, like I said, it's barbershop and barbecue talk. It's barbershop talk <laughs> and picnic and bar, um, barbecue talk. And nail That's salute. All it, yeah. And nail salute. That's all it is, man. It's gone from uh, the, not just the barbecue and the, and the barbershop – the nail salon. Definitely, because 
Yeah, I talk about it when I'm getting my pedicure. Yeah. I went and got one yesterday. A mani pedi or just a pedi? I went and got a mani and a pedi yesterday. Yeah, I got a pedi, man. My big toe was killing me. Yeah. What do you got, bunions, Karen? I got a lot of things. I got bunions. I know you're – God, God, God willing, you're not a Shaq, Shaq toe situation. I don't know why people were hey, so, t- so surprised by Shaq's toes. What would you expect a guy who played that many years? And what would you expect from a guy that wore Reeboks his whole career? <laughs> and, a guy, and then made his own shoe. <laughs> yeah, and he then made when he made his own, own shoe. <laughs> he wore them Shaqs. He, he like, walked, listen, if you, walk, hey, when I wore hey, if you walk around and you were seven foot two and you was 300 and some odd pounds your entire life, your feet have looked that way too. I agree. Every step. Ooh. Ah, yeah. Ooh. I agree. <laughs> he probably looked for a long time. Listen, I don't know how his living situation growing up, the money situation. <laughs> he probably wore two small shoes up to a certain point. You never know. Or two big shoes and his feet sliding around in the shoes. I'm saying they probably didn't make half sizes. He probably had to go. <laughs> he probably wore 14. All they had was a 16. Hey, mama, like, hey, boy, you better get them 16s. Right. Little shopper, you know what I'm saying? Your feet sliding around today, hitting the, hitting the end of that shoe. I agree. All of that could have went on, man. But hey, I take my shoes and socks off anywhere. I hear you. I'm proud of mine. What What do you got there? What do we have? I'm there? fine. What's the terminology? I'm, I'm great. Oh, you mean you're proud like you're? I'm great. Cool. I'm great. My listen, I ain't none of my toenails black. From I'm a, great. From Explain a, that what that means to, to some of the <laughs> listening public. Because some, some of the listening public might not follow what you're saying about none of my toenails. Or black, unquote. It, it can start off as blood clots. Like you jamming your toe and your, your shoe, it can start off as blood clots. Facts. And then you probably, some some of these guys, I don't know, I mean, their hygiene situation, they, it become fungal at some point. I, I don't know. It, I've never had it. Um, I don't wear the same shoes every game. I don't wear the same socks every game. Yes, so sir. I don't know about that kind of disease. I, I, I don't know. But for me, I think my feet look pretty good for me to play basketball since I've been 10 years old. Karan? I'm a grown bunions. man. I'm a grown man. I don't ride with tent. Yeah. So that means that my toes ain't black. <laughs> you feel me? Okay. It, it's clear. I want people to see me when I'm coming. Okay. Just yeah. Asking. Hey, listen. Like I said, listen. Ty Lawson walked okay. in our Denver, Denver Nuggets locker room as a rookie, and all 10 his digits was black. I said, boy, what have you been doing up to this point? You ain't played no NBA minutes. There's no way your feet should look that way, man. He must have been an N1 dude. Definitely. A lot of dribbling the, the and sneakers. stopping. Yo. All of that, but I guess he was so fast, his stop and go is, I guess. But, yeah, nah, listen, I've seen guys that get taped. I'm saying Karan probably seen this in the locker room. Guys that get taped and, and they don't take their socks all the way off. They only put them like. <laughs> they put them on the tip. On, on the tip of their toes. Matumbo. Yeah, guys like, yeah. I'm saying? Matumbo played in Zoe Summer Groove back in 2005. Oh, he's got, his, his, his the worst his, ever. His, look, look, It's the worst ever. Look. His, his toes was just like this, though, and he was trying to straighten them. And he put this thing, he t- and he got this thing where he tried to put up under it to try to straighten them things out, and they be grabbing that junk. And they would take them, he was like this, oh, oh. <laughs> True like, story. Like, he got the worst I've seen. Dikembe Mutombo. He has the worst I've seen. Yeah, straighten your big toe. No, no, no. no. That's funny. <laughs> like that commercial. <laughs> like that Geico commercial. <laughs> uh, can- Karan. Yo. You're getting ready to go on live TV. You've done it a bunch of times. It's the finals. This is a two-part question. The first part of the question is, are you more nervous about doing this show with me, Michael Rappaport, <laughs> than going on live TV before, game, TV before game five of the finals? That's the first part. Second part of the question is, are you prepared 
for what you're going to say to the people before this broadcast. Game five, basketball fans are teething, seething, ants in their pants to get this on. Do you get a little bit of a excitement to go on there? And, and are you like, are you pumped up for this? I'm excited to tell the truth. The whole truth. The whole truth. I'm, I'm excited to give an honest opinion of, Church. you know, what I see. You know what I mean? And that's preach, all I can do. Preach. You know what I'm saying? So when we when we talk the game, whether it's on the radio Amen. or television, we just giving a visual and we just talking from our basketball perspective and experience. Let the congregation say. The first part of the question you didn't answer. Um, you like that, right? Is it more <laughs> is it more nerve-wracking to be here doing the, 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 the two-man weave with me, Michael Rapport, outside the building or actually being on live TV? You could be honest. You can be honest. Hey, man, this this is I'm, – I'm extremely nervous, you know what I'm saying, because I grew up watching you, and now I'm next to you. So this, <laughs> Come this on, all man. It's all love. It's all respect. That's I told crazy. You, what did I tell you about Zebra, man, right when, I t- <laughs> right when I first met you? So, like, that's different. You know what I mean? I got you. This is the two-man weave. We're getting ready to do it. Uh, the game is about to start. Karan, have a great game. We'll see you after. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, one way or another, it's going to be a great game. I'm pumped up for it. Are you hyped, Kenyon? No. Nope. Fa- are you not hyped? Nope. You're, are you? Are you? Let me be honest with me in, in, in the most politically correct way. Do you? Are you? Because you're you're behind the curve. Once you played ball and accomplished all you've accomplished, there's like, there's a there's you're not a fan. You're you're I'm a, a partic- fan of basketball. I know, but you're a participant. So you. But it's I'm a like, fan of basketball. It's like when I watch a movie. Yeah. Like when I I could see the little things that yeah. you know you see the things and. You know all the tricks. It's hard to get impressed. You know, there's only a few people that really like trip me out at this point. Definitely. When you're watching basketball, I imagine it's the same thing. Yeah, there there are certain teams that I refuse to watch. Out of just it's an insult as a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I refuse to watch them. Like you're like I'm not stupid. I'm not watching this game. I'm I'm not. I just I know what they're about. I'm just not gonna watch. So I'm a fan of basketball first and foremost. Like I'm. I'm a fan of the game being played the right way. Yep. I'm a fan of the game being taught how to be played the right way. I'm all about fun. I'm all about having fun. I'm all about exploring your game and trying different stuff, but having the basis of the game still being played the right way. You know, a lot of a lot. That's of, where I learned to play the right way. A lot of a lot of people are talking about that playing the game the right way, it being taught the right way, it being learned. And passed on the right way. Um, because I think that it, there's a trend going on. And, you know, they even discussed it. Adam Silver the other day was talking about, you know, possibly raising the age limit. Because it is. Whether it's, you got to, I don't know what it is. I believe it's 19 now. And, and, and you know, the playoffs being, that was the storyline. The playoffs being watered down, not competitive enough. You know, guys coming into the league that are, that are projects. You know, there's no impact players because even the really good ones take three years. It's like rolling the dice. It's like you're 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 investing in a birth almost. Yeah, when you make That's a pick, it it's like you you don't you you have your babies. They're babies. They're like teenagers, man. And hopefully they 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 come out and they develop into something that you need in order to be successful. But you're essentially like um like you say you're rolling the dice, man. And I, and I think that you know as a, as a fan of the game. And as a fan of, as a fan of uh, the, uh, you know, the league and the competitiveness, competitiveness of the league. Look at his get up. You know, I think that, uh, I think that, uh, uh, you know, pretty sharp, homie. Pretty sharp, my man. We're looking at this guy. He, hey, 
He is dressed you like are a one of one. He's making look the, the he's making the, the late Craig Sager look like it looks good on you. He looks like a walking Picasso painting. I like it. But he he's they making, gonna win tonight. He make he just that guy's outfit made the late Craig Sager look like a a, a low key dresser. Definitely, that was a good look uh, for the Warriors fans. But um yeah no it's just the NBA man it's. Like, you got kids, like, you got guys coming in 19, 20. It's been going on forever, but there's more of it going on now, and there are no true veterans on the team. Like, if a guy comes in now, let's say, like, like this year's draft, there's so many underclassmen. And just say, um, just take the Lonzo Ball kid, right? If he goes to the Lakers, who is his vet? Right, D'Angelo Williams. Russell. D'Angelo Russell. I said D'Angelo Williams. <laughs> One of my favorite running backs. Ingram, like Brent, like Julius like they, Randall. Julius, like all of them, they 22, 20. Like, what do they know? They don't know anything. So that's the state of the NBA. Like moving forward, like you don't know what you're gonna get from these kids. They might pan out, they might not. Right. And it's it's it, it is literally like a, a crapshoot. I agree. You know what I'm saying, like you either hit or you're gonna miss. As a fan. And, and as a player yeah. who played four years, but also as a guy who understands people want to support their family, make money, if they raised it to whatever, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not correct, but I believe it's 19 now. If they raised it to 20, yeah. to 20 years old before you could come into the NBA, what would be your personal opinion on that? As a guy who's uh, been a four-year player, a, a first-round pick, a player, and as a fan and also a guy who could understand... Yo, a, people want to feed their family. This is a three-part for me because moving – so I'll give you the third part. But um, for me, it's – I would love to see these kids learn more at the college level, at the collegiate level. For as, if they're going to try to pursue this as a career basketball, I would love to see them spend more time learning how to play the game. And that's spending more than one year in college because you can't teach these guys anything in 35 games and one in one season. Just not enough time. The second part of it is I understand that if you're 18, you should be able to go earn a living. I'm saying if you think that you're good enough to to be a professional basketball player at the age of 18, you should have the opportunity. I'm saying I get that. Right. But you got to know that you're not ready right now. I'm saying you're not ready. That's the na- that that's the beauty of it. Like like you're not ready to come in and and contribute to to a team right now. It's just not gonna happen. And the third part of it is is with my son. Uh huh. I'm saying like my son is 16 and he has this inclination, this notion in his hand that he's gonna be one and done. So what do I tell him? Do I let him do it? Do I tell him that like, you need more than one year? But I like I tell him like listen, you got the answer to the test at home. Which like, is you got, me. I've been there. I went four years. I know what it takes to be an NBA player. I know the work you need to put in. I know the work that you need to do on the court and off the court. I know what you need to do in order to get there. Uh-huh. So for me, it's, if that is his goal, he will be prepared. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? In all aspects. Learn how to play. He plays the right way right now. My, like he he pass, makes the right pass. All of that. You know what I'm saying? So all of right now is just learning and confidence is growing this, that, and the third. So my kid... I feel when it's that time, if that is going to, I'm saying, going to happen for him, because it's not given because he's my kid. Right. 
that he's going to make it. But he will be prepared in all aspects. You know what I'm saying? Wow, man. That's a, it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. You know, being a father is a lot. And, and being a, a, the son of, a, of, an, of, a, of, a, of an NBA player uh, is a lot. And it's so just that, pressure, that, man. Yeah. Now, now, there's pressure, though, because people ask me, am I going to send my son to Cincinnati all the time? Like, I post stuff of him on my page. And people, oh, former um, future Bearcat, future Bearcat, please tell me you can send my son, your son to UC, this, that, and the third. And I'll, unless he wants that, I won't suggest that for him. Right. Because it's too much there. Like, I want him to have, for one, build his own name and his own brand and not running in my footsteps being in Cincinnati and everybody expected him to be me. He's junior. Right. He's not Kenyon. Right. He goes by KJ. He, like, you ask me, they ain't going to tell you KJ. Right. Like, I wouldn't do that to him. Right. Every day he goes in the gym, he got to look up and see my name in the Raptors. No, I'm saying, like, that's, I'm saying, in the Raptors. Like, that's, like, that's, it's cool. But it comes pressure with that that I don't I want to eliminate from him so he can just concentrate on getting better on his own and not with those pressures to be me. So if he chooses to go to Cincinnati, listen, great. But I'm not gonna suggest that for him. I love it. All right. It's a two-man weave. Can we got a game on? to go to. We got a game to go to. Last prediction. You say Golden State? Golden State at home tonight, man. A route? Not necessarily a route, not 50 points, but is it going to be a Golden State winner? Am I going to have to – are you going to have to drag me off the floor? Um, I, I, I honestly, man, I, just, I don't know, man. It can go either way. I can go either way, man. Like, um, we're going to see. All right. I just want to see a good game. I'm coming to see a good game. It's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited to, uh, to watch this game in person. NBA Finals, Oracle Arena, two-man weave. I want to thank Karan. Rex, Mike Yams, Kmart. It's a two-man weave. It's the is NBA it, on two. Is it Yam or Yams? Well, it's if, if is, I, is I, it one S? Is it more the? Is it more I'm than one of yams. him? I'm, I'm, sh I'm going to say Is it to more yams. than one of him? NBA on Tudin. <laughs> we'll touch base with you later. We're out. See you after the game, post game, baby. Let's go. Two-man weave. We're done. Fun. <laughs> You've been listening to Two Man Weave, covering the 2017 NBA Finals on TuneIn. Subscribe and download the podcast today on iTunes and the TuneIn app.